Welcome to Spiritual Warfare. My name's Kay. Hi, and my name's Teresa. We are reading from Dr. David Jeremiah's Book of Hope, Living Fiercely in a Scary World. This week, our reading is going to be the product of storms in our lives. Teresa, what's our verse for this week? Mark 4, 40 and 41. Jesus said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, Who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? Why are you so fearful? And how is it that you have no faith? After everything they saw him do, everything. Before they got in the boat. Before they got in the boat. Jesus was gentler with his disciples than he was with the wind. (laughs) While he rebuked the wind, he only asked his disciples two questions. Why are you so fearful? And how is it that you have no faith? From Mark 4.40. With these questions, Jesus reveals a key spiritual truth. The opposite of faith is not unbelief. The opposite of faith is fear. Belief breeds confidence, while unbelief breeds fear. Essentially, Jesus was saying, Why are you afraid? Do you not yet trust God, whose power is present in me? Wow. The disciples apparently assumed that Jesus was indifferent to their plight. They cried, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Elijah's suggestion that Baal might have been asleep is precisely the complaint the disciples leveled at Jesus. You're sleeping while we're, while we're drowning? Wake up. There may, maybe there's a specific fear claiming your attention today. Whatever that fear is, it will only be amplified by failure to place our hope in God. He is not sleeping. He is here. He knows every thought in your mind, every feeling in your heart. While you stare with apprehension or even terror at the dark skies, he focuses on the person he is forming you to be. He sees those storms as growing pains, part of the formation process. He knows that a storm may be the very thing that awakens you to a deep faith in him. What really intrigues me about the account is that Jesus replaced their fear with more fear. (laughs) After gaping in awe at the suddenly calm and windless sea, they feared exceedingly and said to one another, Who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? Several Bible translations say they were terrified. They suddenly realized they were in the presence of a power they had never imagined a power residing in a person mightier than the violence of a stormy sea. At this point, the disciples were still learning the extraordinary truth the Apostle Paul later expressed in Colossians 1.16. By him, all things were created that are in heaven And that are on earth. It never entered the disciples' heads that Jesus actually created the Sea of Galilee. That the winds and the waters are his. The disciples in that boat-shaped classroom were beginning to recognize that Jesus was greater and more fearsome 
than anything or anyone they could imagine. The disciples' fear made a critical transition from being self-centered to being Christ-centered. They no longer worried about drowning. Now they were in awe of Jesus and felt a new sense of security in him. Debilitating fears were being replaced with the empowering fear of God, whom they dimly began to realize was present in the man before them. Jesus wants us to be overcome with the awe and wonder at his power so that we're never deeply frightened again. If he has to use every storm that tears our sails, he'll do it because he's determined to bring us to maturity. Next week. Next week, we are going to read the promises for the storms in our lives. If you were to die today, where would you go? The choice is yours. <laughs>